0: Hey folks, Sir Charles Carey, peak performance strategist, author, and coach here, and I've got a question for you. Are you registered to vote? Headcount is a nonpartisan organization that works with the music and entertainment industry to get fans to vote. To update or check your voters' registration status, go to headcount.org where you'll find all of the information you need to be ready for Election Day. That's headcount.org. And be ready, because it's time for you to vote.
1: This is Change the Brain, conversations without limitations.
0: Welcome to Around the Mic with Sir Charles. You'll hear this broadcast either on the podcast, Around the Mic, or on my social media page, Change the Brain, conversations without limitations. You know, it's not just about me, so you'll hear information from different speakers, trainers, coaches, and authors, all for you. So get your pad, your notepaper, if possible, so that you can take copious notes on how you can also become better, the best version of you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, have I got a treat for you. I just wanna thank you once again for joining us here at Change The Brain, conversations without limitations. A gentleman that I've gotten to know recently, you know, it's funny how you meet people. You you talk about something or you're in earshot and you hear something and you go, hey man, I think the same way about the same thing. Next thing you know, you're sort of like kindred spirits or you're just walking in lockstep. And that's how it gave me opportunity of meeting Reg, Reg McIver. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, none other than Reginald McIver. What's going on, my brother? <laughs>
1: Hey, what's going on, brother? It's good to be here, man. Good to see you, brother.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, um, yeah. I see you work hard. You're always pushing the envelope. So I'm excited to talk about you and see what I can learn, man.
1: Yeah, man. It's it's If you're going to get something in life, you got to work at it and you got to keep working at it. You know, the that's right. Game, entrepreneur game is not a clock, but it, you're going to wish you were on one one. Sometimes it's, it gets like that. <laughs> I believe it. it. Yeah,
0: I believe it and receive it. So let me start out by asking you, tell us a little bit about you, the person, the the man.
1: Uh, My name is um, Reggie McKeever. I'm a father um, to two daughters. Um, My background is in SWAT police administration um, for 18 years. I ran my own store in which I learned principles of manifestation by taking a little store in the South where they told me that I wouldn't make it and took that store to 147,000 profit in its first year in a little small town. And from then, I kind of learned how everything that I needed was inside of me. Charles, you ever been to that place where you didn't know what you were gonna do and no one was giving you quite the right answer? And one day it dawned on you that the answers are within, but we don't necessarily have the tools in place for us to learn how to connect with ourselves. And I, I thought it was interesting, man. We can connect with everyone else and we can tell you what everyone else is doing, thus us being able to help everyone else get results. And we can't get them ourselves because we had to learn that gift of tapping within.
0: That's so crazy you're saying that, man, because <laughs> not only, not just because we have a, a similar mindset and seemingly a similar belief system, but that, uh-huh. that uh, a conversation that, you're sharing with us today is the Uh exact same thing I was thinking about. I was thinking about coming in today and doing a Facebook live on that because to me, it relates to having faith. You know, there's no telling what you can overcome if you have faith. And many of us just like life, we take faith for granted too. We use the words, we say the words, but do we embody that thing? And that's the issue right there. Yeah. Yeah. Man.
1: Man. (laughs) We were talking about that that faith thing, brother. Yeah. Faith is one thing that we we heard it in, in church. We heard it in institutions. But faith, there's a level of faith where we don't even know anymore. Faith and emotion must go hand in hand. And now everyone tells us not to go by our emotions. Right. But if we look at a story, that story of Samson, when Samson was faced with an obstacle, he began to shake with emotion, and then he got the faith test done, and mm. he did impossible things linking the, the faith with emotion. Mm. Most of the time now, people are trying to tell us to get out of our emotions, but keep us constantly going through things that keep us emotional, but whoever rules your emotions rule your power.
0: <laughs> you know, it's so funny you're saying that, man, because uh-huh. I am a very emotional person, and, you know, like you say, growing up as a little boy, you know, you're, you're kind of, like, uh, encouraged to separate that. You know, don't uh-huh. cry, don't feel, don't think. You know, just take it, just deal with it. Face value, plow through. And <clears throat> we as human beings, because we're human beings before the gender, gender, gender mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. We as human beings are supposed to feel, Mm -hmm. are supposed to process, but almost in its inception, men, males in particular, are told to not feel. And that's just so um, uncharacteristic of how we can perform at our optimal best. And understanding that it's not weakness, but it's actually strength. And it allows you like a, a plug to connect with the universe.
1: Exactly. I love that, brother. It's like, you think about it like this. He who rule his, rules his emotions are not ruled by his environment.
0: Mm. You see? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. The
1: most powerful thing that we have is linking an emotion with faith. Yes, you know, sir. How can you have the evidence of things not seen without an emotion? So <laughs> if you're dwelling in something that you ask for, doesn't it make sense that you have the feeling behind it? Right. And when you hook the feeling up with the emotion, then it's 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 bringing faith to pass like never before. It, it
0: enhances, enhances the whole the thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not only do I say it, but
0: yeah, I, feel I feel it. it yeah. I already
1: have it. Man, is, I, you know,
0: yeah. <laughs> there, there have been so many times where I have experienced an overwhelming feeling coming out of nowhere seemingly and... It's almost as if my body is vibrating from inside and I didn't know what it was. I know I liked it, but I didn't know what to attach it to and I couldn't uh, explain why I was experiencing it. But That's there have it. been times most recently, I try to summon it. I want to call on it because it's an invigorating feeling. Man. <laughs> That's
1: it. You, if, if you think about it, that level of, of, of faith versus Feeling, and when you when you when you're feeling it when you're seeing it when you're calling it as not as though it were right most of the time people they they're not connected to anything the spirit doesn't go by our mouth it doesn't go by god i need this a god no spirit communicates through thought through emotion whatever we have when we leave this plane right here talking is a method that's controlled by the brain, like we're doing now. Right. When we leave this commun- this field, then everything within us, our organ structure, begin to communicate. Our heart, which holds joy, not our mind. In mummification, they throw the mind away. Mm. Our liver holds anger. All of these systems are speaking all the time. But instead of us saying something and f- saying something, we're saying something with our mouth, we're feeling something different with our heart. And it puts the vibration off, and they're not getting any prayers answered.
0: So, so what uh-huh. is it that you actually do in your business? Like, how does that work? Because I, I'm, I'm feeling the energy, I'm feeling the, the intellect, the understanding, and the connectivity, if you will. How does that play a part in your business,
1: brother? It is a, it is waking people up. There's a module that I do, and what I teach is I teach personal development schools. Um, one school is on the school of getting you, based off of the principle, know thyself. The last communication that they wanted us to know, written on K wall, said, know thyself. Right. When you come through the core of that program, this is what we do. When you come there, everybody focuses on the trauma. We're not focused on that trauma. We're focused off of your, your trauma to profit. Mm-hmm. Your trauma, and not so much as a financial profit, but a profit of bringing you to abundance. Right. We don't teach, people will teach you in trauma and keep you there for the last day and give you a certificate and put you out with more trauma, but no answers. Right. What we do is we trace anything in your life. And, and, I, and one of the things that I'm saying that I have is all we create is what we are. And mm-hmm. that messes people heads up because when they look in their relationship, all you create is what you are. When you yeah. look at your job, the same thing applies. But most people focus so much on the trauma They forget about the gift they were sent here with. So when we go and we start looking at a model, we break it down. When you came here, let's say there was a good, and a positive and a negative. You came here on the positive. You came here being a communicator. You came here being courageous. You came here being all these things. But sometime in life, and usually one day between eight, 12 years old, you saw something that controlled your perception. Now you come here with the gift, you come here clean, you come here as a gift. Every kid is doing something different. Mm-hmm. Some kids are exhibiting leadership, some kids are exhibiting building, they're doing things. Well, that negative side comes in and says to offset that, it's all mathematics. If I let if I expose them to this situation, then I can control their perception. And the very thing that they're gifted with, the challenges will begin to form in their life to knock that gift off. Yeah. So what happens is they go throughout life with the wrong perception because he who controls your perception controls your outcome. Yeah. So I get control of your perception, your perception gets you to believe the, the opposite of what you're not.
0: That's so why it's so important, you know, in our environment that we control our environment and we realize it's not always garbage in, garbage out. Sometimes it's garbage in, garbage stays in. You know, we watch television we have to realize what, are, what kind of stimuli are we allowing in our environment <clears throat> because it influences or deadens our, our frequency.
1: That's exactly, exactly. This world reality is perfectly calculated. Mm-hmm. Everyone, we, we go through this traumatic experience, and now the very loving way that we came into the world, something now tells us love is bad. Yeah, so we see a situation now the subconscious mind is like, okay We talk we teach so much about ego so much about these things But the ego in the in the flesh, they're gonna often work hand in hand So mm. once you begin to feel a certain way the subconscious is, is stacked. So when you think about The ego the flesh has a weapon system. Whoever gets control of that ego gets your drop. You okay. got the ego now you got the flesh. Now you got this voration and stuff in your mind that's steady now controlling your manifestation. So, whichever day your trauma starts, your cycles, which is a universal law, begins to start, and you start this cycle of going through the same thing over and over again, and you're just getting older. Yeah. I hear, on, I see on posts all the time, and says you got to stop attracting these no good men and these no good women. Right. Well, here's the thing you are attracting them and all of these no good men and no good women are coming into your life to teach you about your truth because you're attracting them
0: but it's but just what, like anything else we got it takes <laughs> work you have to work at keeping your focus where your focus belongs not where your focus lingers uh-huh
1: uh-huh and think about this when you begin to form a false perception or a perception mm-hmm reality begins to conform to it and it will produce teachers you see you could have the worst people in your life the the abuser the whatever right these people have came into your life to awaken you to your truth this is why you can't get away from them if you get out of one relationship with one person get into another relationship and they're doing the same thing this relationship is your teacher now uh
0: uh-huh Now you know For those of you who don't understand, and I understand sometimes when you hear information that sounds interesting or sounds Uh electric, you might say, oh, that sounds good, but then you may easily fade away. It takes Uh through, first of all, you have to have a desire, an appetite or thirst for wanting to learn, wanting to learn more about, you know, you, the individual, which is for some reason, I don't know why. Well, actually, I do know why. The Uh divine has directed me to want to speak about mindset. And Uh the divine connects people. Likeness tracks likeness. If this brother had not been, uh, had not made a post on this particular morning that he did and it not caught my eye, we would not be speaking. So that meant we were attracted like magnets because of our common thought process. Uh So, for those of you that really are trying to understand, How to get over a particular thing, whatever Uh that thing is, you have to learn how to redirect yourself and Mm -hmm. allow yourself to be open for the information, the answers, and the energy that will Uh take you where you want, where you want to go, and where you need to be. Uh huh. But but continue on, please, Reg.
1: Your sound sound went
0: out. Oh okay. Uh, Yeah. (laughs)
1: So um,
0: I think, and then I think honestly, I think men we need to be, not all men of course, but we need to uh-huh. be more in tune with, you know, our own mindset as we are fathers and leading families and, you know, we're in relationships and, you know, for our wives and our significant others. And especially for those of us that are in business on a corporate or conglomerate level, because uh-huh. you, in many cases you're trying to be pushed out, pushed around, expected to go with the flow you have uh-huh. to allow this to really guide you and your your spirit and your mind connect all as one, you know, so that you can get the desired effect because this world doesn't really care about any of us as, far, right. as, as far as way, the way it's being run, you know, right. we have to take control. That's and right. a lot of us, I think we're lost, man. That's right. See, There's a lot of pain out here.
1: Yeah. And when you think about it, Every one of us has the ability inside to wake up. Mm -hmm. The most important thing that I would tell a person is this. When you close your eyes at death, none of this was real. We don't take this with with us. Right. So what happens is our interaction that we had with this reality while we were here. Scientists and even if you're in the Bible, the Quran, they all told you that life wasn't real. If you're in the Bible, they, they ask the question, and Ecclesiastes, who can loosen the silver cord. The silver cord is what's known to connect you from life telling you right there in the Bible that you plugged in and not born in. Mm. So all that you are will go with you to the grave. So when you shut your eyes, all that you feel and sense will go with you. Mm. But when we came here, we were already given dominion. Right, and if I can control your emotions, and see, we're in a generation now where everyone is emotional. Two people can't have a conversation where they're emotional. When two people are emotional like that, I always ask the question: Who's controlling your emotions? Because if I can keep you emotional, I can control you in anything I want you to do.
0: Now here's here's a yes. challenge to you: uh-huh. is, is it that it's two people that are emotional will cause a cause the friction, or is it because of? The sensitivity of one over the other.
1: I even even above that, it is the desire to control. Okay. If two people argue over gun rights, right? They're so emotional, but the only person winning is he that sells the guns.
0: Oh, of course, yeah.
1: You see, but it is when two people are arguing and emotional, who is the one that's throwing the subject on the table? Someone is always. Profiting from emotional balance. So a marketer standpoint, they come in and they say, okay, we will create the control group. And when we create it, they will argue over this. And then the end, the control group will win. But what we're stuck in is we're stuck in the emotional phase. Yeah. They're, we're always told what to be emotional of. That Your loop just was, always goes
0: around and around. Yeah,
1: law of rhythm. A, a, a your father wasn't in the home. Therefore, there's an anger inside of you. Well, who said that it was? Well, a woman cannot raise a man and a man cannot raise a daughter. Who said that? But when what we have the ability to do is to awaken, awaken one another. When we awaken one another, they start to have the understanding that this world is going to pass away. But when we die, all we have is our energy. All we have is our love or our fear. Yeah. And if we have fear, we got hate and everything that comes with it. If we got love, then we got something that spreads.
0: That's why it's important uh-huh. think, for us to understand that, you know, all the material things that um, we have access to, they're just tools. I mean, they are resources, but they're tools that we shouldn't become so attached to. Uh-huh. Because, like, they say, like they say, you can't take it with you. Um, and mm-hmm. your happiness should not be based on something that's almost like, an inanimate object. Your happiness uh-huh. should be based on something you can't control. You can't control money. You can't uh-huh. control these cars. You can't actually hold these things. They're just resources to use exactly. while here on Earth.
1: Exactly. They were never real. Right. Yeah, the, the father of medicine, Imhotep, who did over 200 and something surgeries, how did he get the knowledge? Number one, he had a mentor to Hudi. The mm. mentor takes him out and he says, Imhotep, what is real? says, me and you, we're real. Tahuti says, no. You see that earth, it's real. You see that structure, that tree, it's real. Me and you are as, as the grass. We're here for a little while and then we're gone. When they understand that concept, you understand that every man and woman came here with dominion. Mm-hmm. When you, When your dominion is taken away from you by belief, because they got to get you to buy into belief, Because the belief is the most powerful thing in the universe. Once they control your belief or you told what to believe, then you become a product instead of a world changer. Mm. So when you, when you know your dominion and what our men have to do is have to realize no one can take anything from you in a temporary existence. You will have what you believe. That's why everyone tells you how to believe. Yeah. When you, when you tap back into <clears throat> dominion, what we were freely given, dominion is tapped into your gift. Dominion needs your pain in order to soup this stuff up to go to the world.
0: Yeah, to control it.
1: When we hold on to our pain, we try to own an energy. You can't own an energy. When you buy hate and when you hold on to hate, hate it begins to destroy the natural body.
2: Mm-hmm. When you
1: begin to hold on to thoughts that stayed there too long, the brain stops processing it and pushes it to the organ structure for storage. Now, mm. when the heart gets too much hatred in it, the rhythm of the heart is now off. And then we go and get blood pressure medication, but yeah. instead of throwing up the thought process, we get medication, medication yeah. suppresses the heartbeat. Now the kidneys begin to back up because energy is energy. If you back it up in one place, it's going to go to the least resistance in the heart and the kidney on the same meridian. Yeah. If we begin to know ourselves, then the heart has a story that it's trying to tell you. And the heart can be wicked or out of alignment with the brain. The yeah. heart could be stored with so much hurt, the only thing it's going to do is spew hurt. The liver could be stored with so much anger. Here's a test about anger. If you're in road rage and someone cuts you off,
2: mm-hmm. and you
1: go from nice to question someone out, you better get then the liver that is overflowed with anger and emotion spews out. So whatever's in you is gonna spew out of you at the time of trouble. So when the liver begins to regurgitate this anger, it's a sign that it's full of toxins, it's full of emotion, and it needs to be purged out of the energy field. Wow. What we do is we walk around with a, a whole lot of offset energies, and then we say, I love this person, or they love us. How can you give me love if everything in you is stored and programmed with the opposite? What we give people is perimeters. As long as you don't cross this boundary, I love you. This whole story is a process about knowing yourself, taking your hurt, putting it with your gift, and helping ignite this world. One passion has to ignite another. And this is what we do at the school. We bring you into alignment. Just like you brought your car into the shop, you bring yourself into that school and we bring you into alignment. After alignment starts happening, this is what starts happening in people's lives. It begins to synchronize. Synchronization is I think of something and what I'm thinking of begins to happen. Now we got dominion back. Now once you get that (coughs) dominion back, we put you in business school. We teach you how to launch an entrepreneurship based program understanding universal laws and how people think.
0: That's strong yeah. right there, man. You see? <laughs> that's powerful. Look. Yeah. Radiate the brain and change the game. Okay. Book, number, book number one, right? Uh huh. Aligned by that's Design. What's
1: that's, what's, that's what's up. That's what's up.
0: What's so hard about being you? <laughs> it's all about that procedure that surgery on your mind and spirit mind and soul to get you perfectly aligned to do what you're supposed to do and where you're supposed to be
1: so many people
0: don't get that they don't understand that and i understand why there's a lot of pain there's a lot of pain for multiple reasons i truly Uh believe that nothing is singular everything happens for the most part at this time in the world it's because of a compounded effect there's so many things going on, issues that were never addressed, uncertainties, um, things that are not clear, um, unhappiness, discontent, not enough, money, not enough money, and then all of a sudden, bam, you snap, or you break down, or you yeah. have a heart attack, or whatever it may be, you got cancer, right? Now, I was a part of that life because I'm a two-time cancer survivor. Wow. My, my uh-huh. point is, I got to a point and I truly believe this, I got to a point that God knew that he had something for me and I was able to purge those toxins from my body. And not only was I able to purge those toxins from my body, but I was also able to still have clarity of thought and the ability to process beyond my academic uh, education. You know, when you're holding conversations with people with PhDs and uh, certain experiential uh, training, but I, yet I have none. And I'm holding this conversation, though you were taught by man or uh, scholars in a school, but I can relate to you, that's deeper than just some man talk or school talk. You know, that's That's, it. Me, that's uh-huh. a spiritual embodiment of our potential enlightenment. That's it. Man, Beautiful. Beautiful. That's, that's, that's crazy, man. Beautiful. But I'm grateful. I don't take it for granted, yeah. And, and I'm not boastful about it. I am grateful, yeah. yeah. Now, if, do you do, you, do you, Go ahead. What you gonna say?
1: I was just gonna say, if you think about this, cancer is an inventor's disease. We know so much about the negative. When you look at most people with cancer, they have something that, when they think about it, they can't let it go. They'll start thinking about that thing and thinking about that thing and thinking about that thing. Right. The other side of that. It's what you're doing now. You're creating a moving energy. When we're born, we're born with energies, but we're not born with teachers. Mm. When we have an energy, you think about it like this. I see people with old thing walks, um, problems in life. They have these problems. Some of them might have sexual disturbances where they're locked into sexual acts. Right. What I do is say, well, oh, you have a creation problem. They'd be, huh? I said, yeah, you have a creation problem. The problem is, is that you are supposed to do something that to affect the masses of people it's a creation problem you don't understand the problem so you turn creation against itself and you do sexual acts we have a gift but there's two ends of the spectrum and we don't know how to we don't even know how to wake up to the truth you get into something now now you <clears> invent. It. now you change your way of being now you're doing something to create life and others this is the message of the, the frequency. Right. Cancer, when cancer comes in, it serves as a teacher. Everything is a teacher. When heart disease, no matter what, it comes in as a teacher. It is oftentimes the teacher that causes people to change their way of living. And, yeah. it's the whole, and once we embrace it, I tell a person, that says, well, I got it. I say, okay, now what you going to do? I don't know I'm going to die. No, you're going to live. Because you're <laughs> going to change the process of the way you think and learn from it. Say, right. cancer, I accept the teaching that you have to teach me. But it's like, when we do these things, brother, we it it everything is to awaken us to this gift. And that gift is to put your stuff out there to the world to cause connection. And yeah. we're missing that. Ah.
0: We weren't given um, awareness just to sleep on it or talk about the fact that we've got it. You know, you, if you have it, <clears throat> and it works, excuse me. <clears throat> I'll edit that yeah. out. Yeah, if uh-huh. we have it, if we have awareness, we're not supposed to just hold on to it, we're supposed to release it into someone, (laughs) into something, you know, to some place that it can continue to uh, sort of have fluidity of motion and movement and exponentially maybe grow and and affect other people in a similar fashion in which it affected us. So yeah, that's important. Now, do you have um, a book or something?
1: I'm writing two of them now. Um, Ah. Yeah. transcribing the schools, putting them in the books, and yeah, it's it's. I'm on it because I wanna, I'm, I'm like you, and I know that's why we met.
0: Okay, okay. We wanna
1: wake this world up. You held up yeah. those two books. I'm like, we are, we're we in the same business. That yeah, means, exactly, that, and yeah. See, and that's how hence drawing towards one another, a law of attraction.
0: Yes, exactly. So
1: many times we're focused on the hurt, and we keep drawing mess into our life. But when we're focused on change, you're on one side of the country and i'm on the next but yet we connect you see yep. and nothing couldn't hold us back from connection
0: yeah okay? man
2: and, what, and I the world, about uh-huh. you
0: i tell people a lot of times you know don't be an entrepreneur if you don't love it and i don't mean like <laughs> oh, yeah. i don't mean if you're just interested but if you don't love it love is preferred genuinely interested is okay um and having experience and maybe you are torn away from it for whatever reason and now you're coming back to it that's okay too because
2: uh-huh.
0: like riding a bike you can get back into the flow but it's probably the place you were supposed to flourish in and for whatever reason you got away from it but the key is you'll find that it can be a very lonely existence at oh times, and you have to be okay with that Yeah, no one wants to be alone or lonely but it's part of the journey. And there is a there is a reason that that exists, you know, because we have to recalibrate. We have to have, you know, isolation from the nonsense sometimes. And that quiet time, that alone time, whatever you want to call it, it allows that. It's forced sometimes mm-hmm. because, look at Mary J. Blige. They mm-hmm. say she writes her best songs when she's going through something, right? <laughs> that I mean that's it right there perfect
1: example yeah yeah I love love what you're saying you if you put most people by themselves in a room they'll start crying ain't nobody there
0: yeah yeah I don't don't get cabin fever man
1: (laughs) exactly when you all this stuff is in us when we sit down we don't know ourselves. So our very thought process begins to haunt us. And we mm. spend a lifetime being disconnected from ourselves but want connected results. You got to hear what the organ structure is saying. Yes, when you sit down and thoughts trouble your mind, the, thought pro- the thoughts are trying to get you to think about them so that you can release
0: them. Yeah.
1: What we do, we think about it, get mad, have these emotions again. Or we'll turn on the back. radio,
0: trying to drown <laughs> it out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we have to release those problems. Everything we have to think in problem statistics, mathematics, everything. This is a mathematical universe. If we think about it, universal law. How in the world can you be an entrepreneur and not understand universal law?
0: You you, Man. you see, <laughs> Man, I, look, I watch um I watch YouTube sometimes, like people uh-huh. watch TV. Like I watch a lot of interviews with prominent people, wealthy people, um, people that are scientists, uh, people that are innovators, and I, because it's a learning process for me. yeah. So even if I'm not in their industry, that doesn't matter. The point is that uh-huh. they may say one thing out of a 60-minute episode, <laughs> and I might not get them that, that one thing until the last five minutes. I'm okay with that, uh-huh. because I learned something about someone you know, you take the meat and you toss the bones. That's it. You That's know, it. how do you like personally? How do you like or process quiet?
1: Oh, man. Quiet
0: to me is this.
1: When I'm quiet a lot of times, I spend my time listening to my heart and listening to my mind. And I spend a lot of time bringing those two in alignment. There's a time. When this subconscious mind has 66,000 thoughts a day, those was old readings. I sit there in silence sometimes and I watch a candle burn. And then I close my eyes and I continue to try to see that candle burn. I know that the key to life is slowing down that process. Now they'll tell you in meditation, oh, it's not necessary to do that. Believe that if you want. When you learn how to stay the subconscious mind and just sit there and just be mindful, just sit there. Then you're giving everything else clarity. When I stay in that quiet zone, I produce a thought. All of that to get direct communication out to this universe, all of that. Once I say it, i put it out there. And then I spend time embodying the emotions. Now there's times when I interview like people at the top of their game, like they're billionaire, they're either, When I go to them, I don't want a selfie. I want to ask you a question. What do you do when you first get up in the morning? Every one of them say the same thing. I get up, I begin to go into gratitude. I sit there and I think about after the quiet, what I'm grateful about. Then they say this, I begin to pray and talk to God. The last thing they say is this, I begin to embody what I want as though I already have it. How is it that we've got a a secular world or wherever activating faith principles in religious people that are not? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. People that are on the top of their game, they know universal law, like the law rhythm. Yeah. The law of rhythm talks about tides, it talks about cycles with storms, but it says that these cycles are what's called a mutable law. A mutable um, universal law means that this law is trying to grow you or teach you something. An immutable law means it's constant, like giving and receiving. If I stop breathing and hold my breath, I'm going to die. Right. It has to work. A, a, a mutable law says that life goes around in cycles. So you, you, you get up and you be like, I'm worried, I'm worried, I'm worried. And at 11.59, all your bills get paid. So you start the cycle again. You get the money. Next thing you know, two days later, you worry. You worry and worry again until 1159 the next time. Now, you're like, wait a minute, I'm caught up in the cycle. So when I'm caught up in the cycle, I have to put distance in the time that it takes me to worry or be stressed.
2: Mm. And
1: then I have to activate another universal law. Well, the law says that the next time it's not 1159, but in the days that I worry, I'm gonna take a little bit of money that I have and I'm gonna use it to help somebody. Now you're using one law it with another law and you begin to expand the cycle. When you wow. begin to expand the cycle, everything in your reali- reality begins to change. Wow. And I tell entrepreneurs, go to universal law. If you if you're an entrepreneur, you need to know how the masses are wired to think. Hence, Popeye's chicken and Chick-fil-A there everybody's like oh that's wrong they should be voting they should be voting no they should be learning how to get people in a line to your entrepreneurship-based business because somebody set the intention of what is one of the other most powerful things in the universe to get them there somebody saw this before it happened we so much war at each other about a chicken sandwich but what we <laughs> need to do is to find out the mindset of the inventor who saw this before it happened once we set intentions, they talk about intentions all the time. But intention, that means that when, you, when, we're, when we're creating, we know this, when we're creating, when we're writing books, we have to see the people responding to it. Intention mm. is so strong that you can drive into a city and feel someone's intention. If you go into a city and everybody's broken, everybody's struggling, go to who the city is named after and check the intention. Most of the time they said, let this place be a place of retirement. Whoever sets the intention, the body runs into it. Mm. So if we don't know how to set intention based entrepreneurship, it we we missed the whole thing. Right. You see? So all of these things can be covered if they knew universal laws. Wow. They, strong.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So do you I think personally that <clears throat> some things that are or are not happening today is a result because of one
2: Uh
0: mass hysteria um the finer teaching or the deeper teachings as well as obviously certain truths about what the government's doing but i think Mm -hmm. because there's like a um a template if you will uh on what's being what's the popular approach to teach or to address the masses and There are people that know the deeper truths, like what you're sharing, but they won't teach it on a massive scale because it's not popular. Uh, People will look at them as if they're a quack. Mm -hmm. um, they, For whatever reason, maybe if it's government funded, it's not allowed or something like that, you know? Uh Mm
2: -hmm. And,
0: And that's really sad because there's so many people being led into darkness, in my opinion.
1: Exactly we are creators we have the ability to speak something and it is so yeah they say okay it's not truth i said prove it every book that you write is going to tie in the universal law why aren't we teaching the people how to create from this
0: yeah 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 instead of uh just -hmm. getting a job how about learning how about going to school getting an education and learning how to become an entrepreneur
2: Exactly
0: the last twenty years, I believe Harvard, Yale, and a few other universities have have an entrepreneurial uh programs in their universities and yeah. um to be honest with you, I already know you you may be uh very similar uh-huh. when i I see clarity if you tell me something, I may not accept it on face value, but uh-huh. what happens that person looks at me like I'm a troublemaker because. I want to understand, how do you know this? Yes. I'm supposed to just accept it because you say it and then go, okay, I can't do that. See? I can't do, I'm not wired like that. And there's See? no disrespect intended, I just yeah. want to learn, I want to understand. I've sought I've clarity since I was a child. I remember getting smacked in my mouth because adults thought <laughs> I was being fresh, you know? Uh-huh. I'm asking questions not to be a fresh kid, to be a smart kid.
1: See? That is the sign every generation births a black sheep and a metaphysical person. A metaphysical person will always ask the question, why? When they ask that, it says that there's something in their bloodline, there's something that generates them out to create change in the bloodline. Mm -hmm. If you accepted what everybody else did, you would never do the things intended for you to do. Exactly. You see? A black sheep has to challenge the system and be okay with being rejected so that they can truly get the downloads that they need. But most people spend a lifetime fighting, trying to get back. And what you just said, that is the key entrepreneurship strength. Do you ask the question, why? Do you accept what people tell you? And do you know that there's something, in order to be an entrepreneur, we ask the wrong questions. And you just gave me the entrepreneurial questions right there, because that shows that you'll never be comfortable with status quo yeah (laughs) now it's what do you and people like you begin to invent we not only a black sheep we got a whole black society that's a black sheep but nobody is waking them up and when we're doing things like this we're doing our part to begin to wake them up to begin to arouse their curiosity that no matter what i take from you i can never take No matter what, I had something broke out. No matter what I I take from you, I can never take what's here.
0: Yeah. And, you know, it's funny. Uh I I was in the it's a Black-owned health food store I go to get my water and some of my supplements. So it was an older brother. He was like, yeah, man, they got them bringing Africans in the country, trying to get Social Security cards. And I says, they who? You know, they (laughs) got them. They who? Who is they? Uh Because we're perpetuating lies and falsehoods and um, misdirected, misquoted information. And then Uh it exponentially grows. And then everyone says the same thing. Yeah, man, yeah, they got them. (laughs) Who is that? We gotta get to the core issue. Let's get to the core issue and take the lie and reduce it to its lowest common denominator so that it has no impact.
1: That's it, that's
0: it. too many of us just accept what's said. And you know. again, I already know why I'm the black sheep. Uh, I'm an enigma, which I don't mind, I like enigma. Um, uh-huh. I'm, right. I'm popular yet unpopular because I do the unpopular thing. Uh-huh. I'm good with it. I'm <laughs> really good with it.
1: That's right, that's right. Once you once you embrace that, yeah. most of the time people cannot embrace their truth and they struggle most of their lives. Once you accept being rejected and accept it, embrace it because yeah. something is waiting on you to embrace that so that it can release information on you.
0: You know, so in my book, um, in my first book, Radiate the Brain and Change the Game, I'm talking, I'm talking about discomfort nice. and how important discomfort is because you have to get used to being uncomfortable because there's another level of discomfort waiting for you to master it. <laughs> and you'll never master it until you get comfortable being uncomfortable. And it's, I know it sounds like a tongue twister for most. Uh-huh. I know you're there, but uh-huh. for a lot of people, they just don't get it, and it's too much. Like, oh man, forget it. And that's they give up when they set on themselves.
1: No, they can't. There's so many mysteries within. You don't wait till you die to find out about yourself. Yeah. Some of some of us are go back and we're going to count our problems. I had to go through this, and I had to go through that. But the question will always be asked, what did you do with it? Right. What what did you do with that hurt? What did you do with all that stuff? I just kept it, and I came back mad. I look at one story, the story of the talents, and to me, that's the most important story in the Bible. Yeah. Every man was given a talent. And when that master came back, he came back looking for increase. Right. And he came back, and he says, what did you do with your talent? He says, well, here, I took your talent, and I went and changed it, and now I have more. He says, well done. He goes to the next. He goes to this man. He says, well, I hid my talent because there were, I knew you were a, a terrible and a ruler in this, and I hid my talent. He said, who told you to do that? He says, take from him what he has and give it to the one that has, and it's going to be weeping in national teeth for him. To me, that was one of the most important stories. That mm. meant to each man he gave a gift. And one day he's going to come back to see what you did with that gift. And, and, you, you, know what? Did, uh-huh.
0: and you know what else it does? It's funny uh, because I didn't even think about it. That's also from my first book. It talks about. It teaches you about literally. risk and fear. You know, ah. we're afraid to take risks, but risks are a necessary part of life and a part of living and a part of growth. So, yeah, man. I
1: like wow. you, brother. I like you, man. Yeah, That's,
0: that. <laughs> that, <laughs> oh, like man. You. That is wild. So, wow. so look. So what's next for you? What's the next big thing for you, man?
1: Uh, I'm like a mad scientist when he has a vision of taking over the world. Okay. um, It it, it is to create awakening in this world. It is to take these schools and make these schools global. So right now I train teachers, and I train teachers and teaching them how that the school has to become a living entity Mm. where it's not character ran, but it's purpose ran. So yeah. teaching how to build and grow this organization until we take over, you know, and it's going to, if we have a lot of people coming from the personal development industry, a lot of people is like, I've been through this school and I've been through this school. And I said, I guarantee you never been through nothing like this when they leave, they say i I've never been through nothing like this.
0: So how many so, schools are there that you either teach at or have how, how, however it works?
1: Right now we have our core class. We have our, over 50 class where we deal with people about what kind of legacy they're going to leave behind. Okay. We have our relationship class. Nice. We have our spirituality class and we got, um, there's a, a, a brand new class that I just invented. But what I do is create, bring together the right crew of people and help move those creations out. So all in all, it's going to be about seven different schools.
0: Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right, man. Yeah. So, uh, let me ask you this. Um, you're working on building the school, so you're growing. You're you're pushing the envelope. Um, you got to bring me down there, man. Sometimes bring me out hey, there say, <laughs> hey,
1: man, you know I'm already thinking about that." Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, already uh, thinking about it. Mm-hmm.
0: So, how can people contact you?
1: Well, the best way to contact me because I work a lot. I work with one-on-one clients all day, every day. Okay. And proven principles took one guy today. He, he signed this deal for $1.5 million. When I met him, he had nothing. Wow. So, w- w- this stuff works.
0: What and, industry?
1: It, well, he's in, he's in corporate coaching.
0: Okay, nice. Yeah,
1: nice. so he, he signed a big fish.
0: Yeah. Nice. So,
1: yeah, and, that's, and, and we're going to go fishing. We're going to come back with a meal for everybody. That's the way I do.
0: I know, but that's they, right. But,
1: yeah, if they want to get in touch with me, one of the the best ways I have a, a website is um, www dot reggie McKeever.com, m c k i v e r or they can shoot me an email at www dot dot com they can just shoot an email there all right okay. So, yeah, cool, I'm,
0: man. But look, man, this yeah. has been great. I I, I know you got to get on to some other things this evening. <laughs> I, got a, I got a call coming up as well. So I want to jump out of the tie, get a little more comfortable, get something to drink and, uh, you know, just move on to the next big thing, man, because uh, there's so much work to be done.
1: Yeah, man, we, we gonna finish this offline. But yeah, yeah, sir, I, yes, sir. Yes,
0: <laughs> sir. Hey, folks, I just want to thank everyone for joining us. Uh, this conversation, as he says, will go offline and will go on in time. Uh, but as I always tell you, you <laughs> got to remember, you got to radiate the brain. Change the game. I now love you it. know, you should it. know. Yes, sir. I know. Everybody knows.